Welcome to the Hottest Party on TV podcast. I'm your host, music writer and pop culture enthusiast, Jerome Graham. This week, I've got Club MTV dancer Greg Tulare on the podcast. This one was really cool as you got to hear a lot of the different ways that Greg's time on Club MTV impacted his life and kind of set him up for his different endeavors that he would pursue after the show ended, both creatively and in business. So we talk about him not being a trained dancer, but finding Club MTV to be a great outlet for his energy and creativity, the Club MTV college tours, as I mentioned, the different lessons that influenced his events business, as well as his music, and most importantly, how much he really wants a Club MTV reunion. So let's get into my chat with Greg Tulare. All right, so I'm being joined by Club MTV dancer Greg Tulare. Greg, how's it going? It's going well. How are you, Jerome? Pretty good. Pretty good. So what years did you dance on Club MTV? Well, before we even get to that, I want to thank you. Um, You know, what you're doing for all of us, I I greatly appreciate it. You know, it gives us uh, a time to reflect and look back on on a really great time in in most of our lives. So thank you very much for, for everything that you're doing. It's very appreciated. Uh, thanks, man. That means a lot. Definitely. Yeah, really does to go out of your way like that. It's, uh, it's, it's really great stuff. Um, so as far as the gears, I was, I think I started in 80, wait, nine, 89. And, uh, I think I did it for about four years. If I'm, if I'm correct. Okay. Some of these things I'm going to forget, Jerome. I mean, I, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it's been a few years. <laughs> yeah, it sure has. But awesome. I think it was 89. I had, yeah, I was in college. I think my first or second year of college. Okay. And how did you yeah. get on the show? I was living in Jersey at the time, probably about 45 minutes from Manhattan. And I think, you know, again, from watching it on TV, I love to dance and I drove in on my own and had the audition and was fortunate enough to get a call back and, and get on it. It was pretty simple, believe it or not. I was I was very fortunate. Oh nice. Were you nervous yeah. at all heading into the your first taping? Was yeah, the first taping? Oh for sure. Uh, I also I'm trying to think you know, it's hard to think back what I was feeling. I think it was a lot of excitement. Again, I, I I really loved to dance at that time. I was really into it. So, um, yeah, I I was definitely pretty high energy and pretty excited for sure when I started. Oh, very cool. So did you have like favorite people that you liked dancing with the most? You know, I did. There's a few of them. I remember a girl named Cindy. Well, Cindy, of course, you know, uh, Rocky. I used to love to dance with Camille. Um, those were the mainstays for when I was, you know, having partners. But then once in a while, we would just switch it up. But I danced with them a lot. And uh, we had a great time. Oh, cool. Yeah, that, the coolest thing, I think, about doing all of this is seeing, like, how close you all still are, even all these years later. Well, look, it's uh, it was, a, I don't say a vulnerable time, but, you know, we were really 
being artists at that time and pretty expressive. And and when you're that vulnerable and open and free and dancing, you, you know, there's a pretty deep connection with a lot of people. So, yeah, we've kept it going after all those years. You know, I don't get to see uh, a few of them I'm very close with still, but a lot, you know, a lot of the others are on the other coast and they live across the country and you don't get to see them much. But, you know, you'll see them on social media and connect and say hello that way. Right on. So do you have any favorite artists that you got to see while you were there? Wow. Wow. Um, (laughs) You name it from the 80s. I mean, whoever was on there, I loved. I'm a big music fan. At the time, let me think who I really loved. Um, I think was New Edition era, Del Biv DeVoe at one time I really loved seeing. Uh, I think Bobby Brown was there at some point. Uh, it's it's hard to reply, remember right off hand. If you listed them, I would tell you. You wouldn't have <laughs> that list in front of you, would you? Uh, not off the top of my head. No. no. Yeah, but they, no. I mean, again, I just I loved all the acts that came in. I was, I was uh, it was nice to get that chance to see them up close like that, and not have to actually you know go to a concert, but to have them come and perform in, in a pretty intimate space like that. It was great. Yeah, you were kind of at like the the front lines of, of the latest happenings yeah. in dance music. So. And, and being in the front lines, you know, you don't, uh, you don't know what to expect. I mean, you, again, we didn't know which act was coming and when, so you just, they would just appear right in front of you. I was like, wow. And, you know, a lot of those acts were very young at the time. And you look at Mark Wahlberg now, he was Marky Mark then. And, you know, these were young adults just starting out in their careers and they've become really big. And we got a chance to see a lot of them, you know, at the infancy. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Okay, and then I know as the show kind of progressed, they started incorporating choreographed dance routines, and you got to do a few of those. I sure did. I did a lot of them. And uh, again, that was a really fun experience. Again, it was a little bit... uh, Again, I never grew up as a dancer, and I think some of them had take classes forever so it was really challenging to learn the routines not being a trained dancer but i worked my butt off i really i loved having that opportunity to do that that was a that was a a lot of fun for me it was very exciting oh wow that's interesting i I love dancing on the show of course but but having those routines again it gives a little bit of the spotlight and the chance to to kind of be out there yeah, right. for sure. It's a cool yeah. way to to highlight and showcase, you know, what you guys sure. can do. Yeah, and I, you know, again, I I was pretty expressive. I think I was a little too much energy at times, but I was really into it, and it was just really exciting to to be able to take it after all that work you do in the choreography, and then get to go perform it in front of all your friends was a lot of fun. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so funny you mentioned that you weren't trained or you didn't come from that same background, mm-hmm. but just as a viewer watching, I couldn't tell at all because you, you definitely kept up and like you were like really a highlight of those routines. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, you know what? I don't know what it is. I, put, I worked hard. So I think that kind of showed in the routines. I was, I, I was not going to make too many mistakes. I put in enough time to uh, to prepare myself so I was ready. And, yeah, it was, it was really great. Oh, you know, the more I think about it now that we reflect or we speak about it, 
boy, it, it, it was so much fun. I really miss it. Uh, yeah, it's a shame yeah. there isn't something like that around now, but... Well, they could bring back the show. Hey, we're 52 years old. We could do routines at this stage. I don't know how much, uh, how many people would want to watch that, but I, I sure would have fun with it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. All right. So what was it like uh, interacting with downtown Julie Brown? I, You know, I didn't get a ton of uh, interaction with her. You know, sometimes during interviews and, and some of the tours, I wasn't as close with her as, as a lot of the others. Uh, but that's not to say I didn't admire her. I always thought she was beautiful. She was a great dancer. And, you know, later, you know, after the show, I started host emceeing a lot, um, whether it was corporate events, private events. Uh, and she was so good at improvising. So I have a lot of respect for her as a host. Um, but again, I wasn't necessarily very close with her on the show. Uh, we, we didn't have that relationship. Hey, downtown Julie Brown with you. Well, I know a lot of the, the kids on the show get a lot of mail, and sometimes I get the, the odd difficult question that comes in. Now, Dirk Lindloff, okay, from West Germany, because the show goes over there as well, wrote in and asked what Wubba 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 means, and it just basically means, what does Wubba 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 mean, guys? It just means party and have a good time. And he also asked why I always say Club MTV comes to you from the USA and the UK, and I never say West Germany. So for today, for everyone in West Germany and the rest of the place where Club MTV goes, we are going to dance now, Greg, to what? Here's Madonna with Cherry. You want to join us? Come on. I okay. Yeah. Um, did you get to do like any music videos or anything? I know that happened. A lot during I that time. I did not. I did uh, later on. I ended up doing a tour, and we went to Daytona Beach. Um, but I, I didn't do uh, actual videos. I don't think so. For any artist, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I didn't. I, uh, I know Lucas was a, a, you know, was a very close friend of mine on the show. He ended up touring with an artist, and I was, I was the uh, substitute if he couldn't make it. But that, that wasn't a video that was actually for her tour. So I was considering, I was almost doing a tour with him. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Which artist was that? Yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah, a lot of fun. Okay. And he ended up touring with her. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I think this is what you had mentioned, but uh, you were part of the Spring Break 1991. This is the MTV Spring Break you've always feared. MTV's ultimate Spring Break Endurathon. Forget fun in the sun. This time, men and women from colleges across the country will compete in the heat. All next weekend, it's MTV's ultimate Spring Break Endurathon with Vanilla Ice, Sixter, Kathy Dennis, ENC Music Fact, Tony, 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 and special super sweaty versions of your favorite MTV shows packed with sun, sand, and skin. Spring Break. With a vengeance. I was, I think it was 91. Boy, I have a good memory. Or maybe, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you remember. I, again, it was it was a long time ago, but that was, what a good time down there. I'll never forget that. I mean, again, when you're at that age and you have an opportunity to be part of the show, and then again, you're in Florida at that time. I mean, what, what kid doesn't want to be on spring break or even in your early 20s? So that was a, that was a blast. Yeah, I'm sure you guys must have been yeah. kind of like celebrities in a in a way. Yeah, we were a wild bunch. You know, it reminds me that I was also very, very close with Jackie Spieber, 
Uh, and we had, we, I remember really spending a lot of time around that spring break and we just had a blast together. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, Jackie was also really big on the show. I don't know if you got in touch with her, but she, uh, she was wonderful. We had a lot of fun. I haven't spoken to her in a while, but it was uh, it was great to dance with her a lot as well. Okay, yeah, she's on my list, yeah. so hopefully oh, I'll good, I'll get good. to her. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Send my love when you speak to her. Oh, we'll do. <laughs> yeah. So it seems like you. I don't know, just from like a viewer perspective, you kind of mentioned you had so much energy. So like, were you always thinking of maybe getting into entertainment while you were on the show or? Look, I think it's interesting. I, that energy came from, it was from a drive. You know, I think part of it was an anxiety. You want to get even deeper or more philosophical. I, I really pushed and pushed maybe to, I mean, I think I over pushed because I guess I wanted it so bad and, and, and wanted to really do well. Um, so yeah, I was in the arts. You know, I, when I was uh, finished with club MTV, I did some acting work. There's a couple of films that I was in and, and some television commercials. So I kind of kept it going for a while and I ended up extending that into my business. You know, a lot of the people that are on the show would dance on weekends at private events, bar mitzvahs, weddings, corporate events. And I kind of parlayed that MTV into my business. So I own an event company until this day, basically entertainment. You'll see it on Long Island or New Jersey uh, or New York City. And we will provide entertainment for these events. Most of them are bar and bat mitzvahs, so they need dancers and they need photo booths and they need graffiti artists spraying t-shirts and basketballs and having foosball tables and dance floors and screens and all that fun stuff. We bring that in. So really, MTV was the springboard for me for anything entertainment and really it pushed uh, my business for my life came out of that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I yeah. that makes sense. Like, you were yeah. able to kind of soak in all of that creativity. Correct. And, uh, yeah, it's been with me ever since, for sure. And, you know, the dancing aspect, not so much now, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I miss it a lot. It was a great time. It would be nice. It's funny, Jerome. I, you know, at some point, you know, we've had reunions in the past, but something somewhere again, with as many as we can, even if it's not, well, we could always dance, but just to see everyone would be great. Yeah. I think, I think that's definitely needed, you know, get yeah. all of you guys together and just, you know, sure, and have you there and kind of put it together. Somehow we can get something, you know, we did do that after maybe the first five or 10 years after, but now it's been a while. You know, Camille, we had a big birthday for her out in Los Angeles um, with the dancers uh, for a while, but but I think it'd be great to to put have, somehow, some way, get as many as we can together. It'd be a lot of fun. Whether oh, it's in New York sure. or LA, you know how we could do it. We'll, we could try to figure it out at some point. But I'd be on board. Oh, nice. Yeah, that that needs to happen. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, we were also speaking about routines before, and I know you just interviewed Ronnie. And I'll never forget, you know, he was such a big Janet Jackson fan. The hardest choreography for me, you know, I was challenged with, with the original choreography that we were doing through the choreographers that uh, MTV would hire. But I'll never forget doing the Janet dances and, and learning that. 
by far the, the, the most difficult for me um, was that. And I remember Ronnie tried to help me out because he was so into it and had it down so well. But that was really tough. Anything Janet Jackson was challenging for me more than anything else. Who, yeah, her, her choreography is pretty intense. <laughs> it was. So I had many sleepless nights over that. That was challenging. <laughs> very intricate and very detailed. And, and, you know, it's not just a simple one, two, three, four. It was one and two and three and four and five and six and 12 and 15. And it just kept going. <laughs> wow. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's hardcore. <laughs> For sure. Are you a dancer too, Joe? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Uh, yeah, I wish. I wish. <laughs> and what made you just watch the show? Is that what happened? Is that what got you interested in this? Yeah, I just saw the show and kind of wanted to see if there was anything else out there. And no one seemed to be talking about it. So I started doing all this. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. So appreciate it. I really do. Oh, right. thanks. So yeah. you were there for quite a few years. How did you yeah. feel the show kind of evolved and adapted over time? Um, I don't remember that many changes you know, till it got, you know, it, it always like in anything eventually gets political or they're, they're, you know, wanting to end. I think when they're wanting to end it, I remember there being some, some uh, imbalance and, and not feeling good. But throughout, I, you know, I, I could say for myself and the, most of the people that were on there with me, I mean, the excitement to want to go on that. I think we filmed, it was two, obviously two days and it was all day and night. And, you know, look, if you think about now, even you, Jerome, think about from whatever, 9 a.m. or 8 a.m. until 7 or 8 at night, you're literally nonstop dancing from show to show. And I don't remember. I mean, we're exhausted, but I guess at that age and you're so inspired and you're so excited, you just don't get tired. It's like, I don't even remember eating much. You know, it's probably emaciated at the end of the, the, the shows, but you're just, you know, you're so pumped up for it. And um, yeah, I don't know how we got through it that easily, but we so look forward to those shows. And I even forgot your question. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, that's fine. I don't know what you were asking. I got me on a tangent. Yeah, so, but you could kind of feel i guess maybe in 91 kind of towards the end that like you know not like maybe an uncertainty or like it might not be around for too much longer or yeah and that was always a sad time you look it's like any relationship when something ends it's hurt it's hurtful and that was tough you know you you kept wanting it to go and go and then you're hearing you know things that may it may be canceled and that kind of trickle down so that was challenging and you know i guess all good things must come to an end and uh, it was it was a sad time yeah definitely it's it's kind of unfortunate yeah. that you guys didn't get to do like a a goodbye taping or anything like that yeah you know i don't know how much of that you see in in uh in television and, and film to begin with it's hard you know sometimes these things just get cut off of course it would have been nice to have the, some kind of finale and maybe, yeah, something like that. I think in this day and age, they, you know, we had interviews, so you know, some people, I'm sure there's some interviews and there's a lot of dancing, but they might have, I think if they did it today, they would probably get more and more involved in the dancers' lives, I think, because you see so much of that reality stuff now and you'd know them even more. 
You know, maybe there would be the MTV show, but then you might, the club MTV dance show, and then they'd have another one during the week with when they're outside of the show. So you're kind of getting more and more of who they are and, you know, as, as people outside of the show. I just, I think that's probably what would have happened if it, if it was taped today. Ah, oh, that makes sense. And then even thinking right? about back then, I think the real world launched shortly after you guys ended. So. Is that what it was? It that, yeah, I thought it was a little while after, but if it was close, I'm sure that's when things really started to spring, where the reality world started to kick in. And that was it, right? The real world was the start. Yeah, yeah, it was. And yeah. I guess, I don't know if you knew, but Janelle was on the the pilot. I forgot that. Yeah, so. I wish I don't remember. Wow. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fun fact. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that she uh, she was on that pilot. So the pot, and then they they obviously cast other people once uh, they decided to do the show. Yeah, yeah. At that point, they got a new group in. So. Yeah, and Janelle's been great. You know, well, we just spoke recently, and she's always such a sweetheart. And uh, it was great to con- reconnect with her recently. Oh, nice! She's a doll. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> For sure. All right. Yeah, everyone's a lot of fun. I mean, any any dancing environment, anytime you're with a group of people that want to express themselves and have fun. I mean, how how can you lose? It's, oh, it's always wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Great experience. Yeah. There's nothing like dancing, drum. <laughs> you guys made it look easy on the show. So. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> you know, and there was outside of the show, I remember too, later on, we'd be hired and I remember going to Disney. You know, when we did this college tour at some point, you know, we had to learn lots of routines for that. And then we would go to the, to Disney World to perform for corporations and uh, I think some of the other guys were on, on uh, like the American Music Awards or one of these other shows. There was a lot of great things that, that came from it. And uh, yeah, those were, those routines were wonderful to be able to do. Really, really fun. Do you have a favorite routine that sticks out? Well, I think uh, between two of them. I think the CNC Music Factory, uh, I think it was Everybody Dance Now. We also did, I think it was a medley of music, and Janelle might have been my partner. It was for the Robert Stock Fashion Show with, I think Ronnie was in it, Camille and Janelle and myself, um, Jesse. But I, I like that routine as well. Have you ever been, were you ever able to see that one? Janelle has that. Uh, yeah, yeah, she sent me that one. Oh, you one, did? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. right. That one was, that was fun, great. yeah. <laughs> but that was towards the end. But as, as far as the show itself... Yeah, I, I, you know, the one I'll never forget is, uh, is that, is that everybody dance now. That was for our college tour with, you know, I, and I just for totally forgot to mention that Sharky, who was also a dancer on the show and my dance, one of my, the dance partners for the tour, uh, is my business partner now in life for the past 15 to 20 years. You know, I, I missed a very big, big piece of, uh, of my life. Oh, you know, wow. He ended up, yeah, he was on it. He's my business partner. So, yeah, that, that show has certainly done a lot for me in my life. So I'm very appreciative. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. So after Club Wrapped, did you have any interest in the grind? 
you know what? I don't think I did. I think by that time, it's like a new wave and a new group of people. And it was kind of, it was their time. So even if I would have wanted to, I know it was, I just think it was kind of new blood. It was the new group that came in. Right, right. Yeah. So I wasn't, I wasn't so, and at that point I went to an acting school and I, sh- I shifted five years more towards acting and, and I was, and making money doing the kind of the weekend work, building my business. That's what I was doing. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah club, club didn't really pay, so. Sure did not. It was, <laughs> it was definitely not about the money. It was about the passion, which is funny because as I, you know, I've, I've done my business for so long. I do, I, you know, it's an honest answer. Do you have a real passion for the industry? Yeah. I make a good living from it, and I enjoy that aspect. But a passion, no. When I went to dance in there, that was a big passion. You know, I also, again, as we talk more and more, it kind of opens me up. And I remember, at a, in my mid, maybe eight to ten years later, I realized how much I loved music, and I started playing guitar and singing. And I wrote my own album and formed a band. They were all Haitian. It was kind of a Dave Matthews jammy band thing. And we put in about a year of playing clubs in the city and recording an album. So that was, that was another uh, passion project for myself. And again, I think it all comes off of that RT MTV world that we were in. So, and I needed that, you know, as my business progressed and things kept going with that and I didn't find enough passion there. Yeah, making money and having a good living. I enjoy it. It's nothing wrong with it. But I needed some more art in my life. And, and I got into music and learning the guitar and singing more and writing that album. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's always good to have a, a creative <laughs> outlet. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, Lucas, who's a, a, Lucas from the show is one of my closest friends from that show, for sure. And he, uh, obviously, you know, he's gone on to the big things with his music and what he's done. Um which was really great. Yeah, he's uh, knocked it out of the park with his music. It's it's huge. He yeah. sure did. Yeah. Uh, again, another guy to me that was a grinder. You know, he stayed in. That guy had many doors shut in his face, but really pushed his way through. And I had a lot of respect for that. He stayed it, stayed the course, no matter what they said, because he loved it. And uh, I think that's great. Definitely. Did you end up putting yeah. that album out? I did. Yeah, it's called the Tulare Band. Well, okay. there's uh, my last name, Tulare Band. That was our band. You can always find it on Spotify. And I just wrote something and sang on a friend of mine, Duke Guillaume. So if anyone ever wants to go look online, um, his name's Duke Guillaume. And he wrote it during the pandemic. And he's a saxophone player. So the entire album is instrumental. And the one song that is vocals is me singing. And I wrote the song. Oh, no way. That's awesome. Yeah, right? <laughs> wow. Okay. It's called Universally You. So if anyone wants to find it on the Spotify, it's called Universally You, and you can look under Duke Guillaume. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm going to definitely check yeah. that out. Please. <laughs> <laughs> i 
Yeah, yeah. See, so, you know, as we talk, it's funny. I'm thinking my business world, but I've done a lot, you know, of of creative stuff in my life, and it's actually, um, you know, it's nice to reminisce like this and think. But it really came from that MTV, you know, loving it. And you know, when I first went to that audition, as quickly as it came, I, you know, it, it's funny when you really love something and you just give it your all and it came from a good place. It just, the things sort of happen and anything in life that's kind of forced and contrived, it just, it reads with people, you know? So I also remember though, on any of the interviews and I, I'm glad you don't show these anymore. I was so nervous. And for, for me, when I started, you know, at that point there was an insecurity or this fear of, you know, Oh my God, everyone's looking at me and action. Hey, Greg, it's Julie Brown. And I was just, oh, hi, hi. I was like this scared little kid. Um, woof, but you, you know, the routines I could do because I don't think I could talk and it wasn't as quiet. But man, when I was interviewed, it was torture. I remember being so scared. <laughs> oh, my wow. voice would go up like this and I'd kind of get high and be afraid. <laughs> but you know, I kind of got through it, pushed through it, but it was not easy. Not easy at all. Welcome back to Club MTV, and this is definitely an all dance show. We're picking things from the Video Music Awards that have been up for best dance and best choreography in a video. Greg, I think the one person that comes to mind when you think of choreography is Paula Abdul. How do you think videos have done for her? Uh, I think videos have done so much for her. I think it's not to mention her music's so great, but it's just she has so such great choreography, especially in one of the little MC Scat Cat that's dancing around with her, and I think she's fantastic. Oh, there you go. For a moment, I thought I was on the NBA. It's fantastic. Here's Paula Abdul with Opposites Attract. Oh, oh yeah, so that definitely didn't come across watching. Right? Oh, really? Thank you. Well, my friends would say differently. They, they tease me, but tease me often. <laughs> uh, but but nonetheless, it was just, I mean, everything about it, from the dancing to the relationships to the overall experience was a big springboard for me. I'm, I'm very blessed because of it. Uh, very cool. Yeah, yeah, it seems everyone looks back really fondly on that time. Sure. Oh, really, for everyone you've spoken to? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. everyone's been pretty positive. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, are you, are you, you're going to be interviewing continually people? Have you gotten a lot of interviews so far? Uh, yeah, I have enough now going all the way up to April, so... Oh, wow. Yeah, Great. really busy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, we also, you know, I don't know if we spoke about you, but we did that tour, the college tour. Um, which was, it was MTV driven. We would go to colleges, put on routine. Now that's another time when I also started getting on the microphone and Sharky and I and Donnell, who also was dancing with us, who again was a good friend at the time, we'd all be on the mic. We would do a routine and we'd get on the mic and we would get a lucky winner or two from whatever college we were at and bring them back to New York to be on the show. So, you know, you, people would kind of go crazy there to want to be on the show, and they would dance out in the crowd, and we'd kind of pick one guy and one girl and, and get them on uh, the show, which was great. Yeah, you don't realize when MTV's showing that Club MTV all the time, at the time it was a pretty big deal. So when you'd go to these colleges and M Club MTV was there, you know, they would show up in force and want to dance and want to have fun with us. So that, would, that was a lot of fun. Wow, Very yeah. Great. Going to these colleges, it's like... It's kind of like how I mentioned you guys are kind of almost like celebrities because they're looking at you and they want to do what you're doing, but you're not 
so famous that you're inaccessible either. So, yeah. So it, it was it was a great experience. I, I like that a lot. As much as I love the M, the club MTV, which was obviously the grandest and the best, those little indirect things were a lot of fun because you could really form the relationships with our team. And you know, I had Jackie with us, and uh, like I said, the Sharky and uh, Danelle, and we really we had such a great time. Oh wow! Yeah. And then yeah, MCing. So that's kind of come full circle in a way. Yeah. I think that, you know, when, again, when I was done with the show and then working on weekends doing these events, you know, I would, I would hope I would MC again, farm by mitzvahs and sweet 16s, etc. But then I got a lot of gigs at the time. I would host the beauty shows for Clarol. Like, um, I would go to Long Beach, California and Chicago, New York, and I would basically pretend I was a hired actor to host their beauty shows at all the beauty salons. And I would pretend to know what I'm talking about. Wow, Jerome, I love that that shine, the vibrancy in your hair. How did you get that shine? <laughs> and you know, we'd have to. I would just pretend to know what I'm talking about. They give me a script, and uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of live uh, elements and emceeing jobs came also from Club MTV because when you're dancing, when you have to emcee on the tour, you know, it gives you a lot of, of confidence to do that stuff in life. For sure, for sure. Wow, it like really set you up to to just kind of flourish after the show. Oh yeah, yeah. It definitely springboarded me into uh, a pretty pretty positive life here. Has its ups and downs, like everyone, but you know, in general, it's been it's been great. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, are there any funny stories you can think of from your time on Club MTV? Well, I, one of the funniest was I said Jackie was my, my right hand when we were in Daytona. And, you know, Frank used to dance on the show. And then I think he was kind of a partial casting director at some point. But when he was dancing in Daytona, it's not very funny, but for Jackie and I, it was. One night we, I don't know if we, we crumbled up some cookie or something in Frank's bed. And Frank had no idea the next day who did it. And we were just laughing and laughing and You'd have to know Frank in this scenario, the way he looked at us and was upset. But Jackie and I would be pranksters and just kind of give a like, like school kids. We, we, <laughs> it just makes me laugh thinking about it. Um, uh, other stories. I would borrow Lucas's clothes all the time. You know, we were very good friends at the time. And I just, I didn't know what to wear. I was pretty awful with my dress or whatever I'd wear. And I would always try to borrow his clothes. So I'd be mismatched and all over the place. Definitely did not have a fashion sense in my mind at that time whatsoever. So I would kind of just pick and choose through his clothes, which he would always get not upset about, but he would laugh about. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh I'm sure if stories were brought up and we were in a group, I would remember more, but those two just, you know, makes me laugh offhand. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, yeah. those are good. Those kind of speak to the camaraderie that you all had, so. For sure. And there was a lot of camaraderie. It was a, lot, it was a, a big group family, for sure. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. so I just have a couple more questions. Okay. So uh, MTV's kind of been leaning into nostalgia with their programming for Paramount Plus. They have like all yeah. these reunion shows for all of their shows from, you know, the real world to the challenge. 
if they were to do like a reunion show for Club MTV, would you do it? Absolutely. <laughs> not, not even a hesitation. It'd be fun to to be back with everyone or some kind of fun dancing. I'd, I'd be on board. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. I think everyone has said yes, they would. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Jerome, get to work here. Let's go. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> okay. I want you know, and again, I don't have you interviewed Camille yet? Uh not yet, no. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, she'd be great to talk to too, if uh, hopefully she'd want to do it. But it'd be fun to get her and get the whole crew back and uh you know, whatever, whatever one thing wanna do. I think it would be a lot of fun. Definitely. Again, it would be a one off kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I think everyone would be would be excited to do that. Yeah, well, if, if MTV or Viacom are, are listening, you know, you need to get on that yeah. for sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, I think we would, uh, we have to get you uh, to get over there, Jerome. You're going to be our manager. <laughs> You're going to represent the crew here. You've done such a great job so far. Oh, nice. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I would want to do something like that. It'd be fun. Oh, of course. So... What do you feel like the legacy of of Club MTV and that kind of time in, in pop culture is? Uh, well, look, anything that, you know, that was, I, again, those were the, the early years for MTV. So in any big company, television network, whatever it is, those, those beginning shows that that kind of are the stepping stones to wherever it, it launches into its big world um you know i think they're always going to be a big deal so i think it's a it's a big legacy for mtv that's for sure with the ontv raps obviously look for me i'm a huge music guy and i love videos I, I obviously obviously couldn't make money just off videos but um Shows like that, you know, again, I'm, I'm less on the reality shows, but I, I liked anything with music and dancing on MTV. When that left and it got into the the, the, the 16 and pregnant, whatever, those kinds of things, it just wasn't my scene. I, I, I wanted more. It's a music channel and I wanted music. But the legacy of that show will live on because it was organic and it was fun and it was anything that's natural and not forced or... Um, I don't know, you know. I can't think of the word for it, but but you know, there was no script. It was unscripted. It was just kids being kids and expressing themselves. So you can't beat that. I wish we had more of that this day and age. Yeah, definitely, especially for this this whole new generation of kids out there. I feel like they need their own their own show. Yeah, for sure. All right, my last question. This one's the tough yeah. one. Uh, what was your favorite song to dance to on Club MTV? Wow. There's a couple. I loved Stereo MCs, Elevate My Mind. Oh, wow. I, okay. loved, <laughs> I, loved, I loved Jody Watley, Friends. I don't know why, just certain things click. I like Bobby Brown, Every Little Step. Oh boy, I boy. If I heard some more, I would tell you because I love some. Um, I mean, I love Madonna stuff. Um, 
boy, I wish I, I had a few more of him. But those really clicked for me out front. I love Here We Go, CNC Music Factory. Um, there was something that you might have posted. I think it was yesterday or today. Oh, I love Dance Little Sister. You oh, just put that up, didn't you? Yeah, Terrence, Terrence Darby. Darby. Oh, what a song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, would I, I man. Yeah, we need a reunion. <laughs> <laughs> and many thanks again to Greg for coming on the podcast. Be sure to check out the Tulare Band and that album on Spotify. I gave it a listen after I got up the phone with Greg, and it's pretty fantastic if I say so myself. It very much has kind of a Dave Matthews vibe to it. And while you're on Spotify or your music streaming platform of choice, check out Duke Guillaume and his song Universally You that Greg does the vocals on. I included a little snippet of that in the podcast. So if you liked what you heard, go give the full song a listen. If you want to follow the podcast on social media, Check us out at The Hottest Party on TV on Instagram. The link will be in the show notes. Plus, we're at Club MTV fan page on YouTube, where you can check out clips of the show and full episodes too. It's the place to be. Next week is going to be a fun one if you're a fan of freestyle music. You'll get to hear my chat with Jennifer of the freestyle group Laissez-Faire, who, of course got her start as a Club MTV dancer. That conversation was a blast and I can't wait for you all to hear it. All right, without further ado, let's close this out with a bit of Terrence Trent Darby and Dance Little Sister. Dance.